three, two, one. Click. Okay. Click. Okay. You didn't uh, click it. It was already on. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> not what we agreed Got to. him. Uh, next All right. time. All right. So for this topic, we're going to talk about uh, working for somebody else or working for yourself and the pros and, and cons of both of those. Uh, so I will. This is Stephanie. And, um, and I'll kick it off because every time this comes up, every time somebody is talking about working for themselves or going through a crisis of liking, not liking their job or something, um, it reminds me of, of a conversation I've had over the years, many, many times with one friend. So this, this friend and I worked together at a job and we, I remember going to lunch and we were just sitting in her car and we were both lamenting about how badly we wanted to work for ourselves. And we just, we wanted to be home with the kids and work for ourselves. And both of us had great jobs with complete flexibility, especially for moms, um, both liked our jobs, everything else, but we just, we just felt this burning desire to be able to be at home working for ourselves for whatever reason. And so we sat in the car having that conversation. Fast forward three years later, we were, we had both left our jobs. We were doing our own thing. We were sitting in the car like, Oh my gosh, just give me a steady paycheck. I just want a regular job. Fast forward three years later, we were sitting at a restaurant having the conversation of, I just want to do my own thing. Da, da, da. And so on. And it was, it's been this, and we should certainly have her as a special guest because she's gone through many cycles of it, but, but it's just funny. And it shows that there's, there's huge pros and cons to both. Right. Um, or at least for me. So I know John, for you, there were mostly just pros to working for somebody because you had the steady paycheck and, you know, consistency and stability and so forth. Um, but for, but for me, especially there were, um, there were pros and cons both ways and I have gone, you know, different directions and I'm past the point of wanting to work for somebody, I think, but in my career, it's gone back and forth a lot. Can we, um, can we do another definition thing? When, when you, when you think of working for yourself, are we talking about, um, at Defy, did you work for yourself? You had a hundred people at your company. Were you working for yourself? Yeah. Okay. That's working for yourself. But um, Justin, are you working for yourself right now? Because I feel like we both report to her. Heck no, I work for myself. You work for yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, so just this definitional thing is, is working by yourself, working independently away from others. Is it really just mean you're the boss and not accountable to anybody else? That's a good question. Or yeah. what, what, is, what is working by yourself John, even the mean? dictionary. The because there's three, of us in, there's three of us in the room right now. And all three of us can't be working by ourselves right now. Not, Not by, by yourselves. yourselves. Like uh, working for yourself. Working for. Kind of doing your own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. But I think that's so, a good question. So just let's flush that out a little bit. What, okay. Yeah, I think that's a good question. I, I tend to think what you're probably thinking of it more is like you you run and operate your own type, your own type of thing. You're your own boss. Type yeah. Of thing. But I think to tease out maybe some of what you're talking about, I certainly think in a lot of my career, I did a lot of consulting or I didn't have a boss. Like I didn't like my, yeah. I was accountable to the clients or whatever that I would work with. Right. But I didn't have somebody that I needed to report to who was doing my, my reviews and all this that, and the other. And so for several years, that's the experience that I had. So sure, I but felt if like the clients I was, complained to the yeah, company about you, sure, you'd get fired. That was great. They wouldn't complain. Yeah, but if they but, did. But if they did, then sure, like that could be bad. So there was that accountability there. For so sure. is it if there's somebody else that could fire you, you're not working for yourself? Or is it just um, if somebody, if you're responsible for making your own paycheck, basically, yeah, um, like versus like somebody else? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think there's, I think you can probably feel a lot of what you're describing while still working 
for another company, yeah, true. depending on the level of autonomy that I think you can attain at the job. Right. So yeah. like, again, consulting, I had so much autonomy. Like I, yeah. it was, it was actually the weirdest experience having it be one of the first jobs that I, that I professionally had achieved um, because it was a remote job one. So it was when I worked at uh, Avamon, which was owned by Accenture and Microsoft. Um, it was a travel gig. So like Monday through Thursday, I was out of town traveling and going places and, and whatnot. And if you, and it was a remote company, so there was no like home base. There was no mm. like office you would go to. And they had this concept of being on the bench, which was kind of like when you're in between gigs, like when you're about to tee up one, you, they were literally like, you just stay home. You just stay at <laughs> home. I mean, the, there was expectations, like do some training, learning, yeah. always kind of be, you know, getting better at, at your job. But it was very odd, quite honestly, to just not, to get paid to really not, go anywhere right and that didn't last very long I, I wasn't on the bench for very long but, um, but like if you wanted to take vacation you had to you get could. approval you had to get approval though no no I, no I mean to, to the to the client like right I'm accountable yeah. to the client so it's like hey I'm gonna be off for a week and right. if they were okay with it then I could just do it, it so it was like you like were independent right it was almost like you were independently working for yourself and so then Fast forwarding, going to Defy, where that changed a little bit. That was an that was an awkward transition for me to go from ten plus years with this kind of you, you didn't have kind of a manager type thing to then having one. That was a very weird. Yeah, transition, you were rough right? on your manager. Like it was no, I wasn't. You were. No. You couldn't stand it. <laughs> no, that but that wasn't it had nothing to do with them. It was just it was it was me more processing like this idea that well shit now I've got. I can't just do the same things before right. there's other people now that are kind of in, involved. Right. So that was a, that was an interesting transition. But I think though that I felt a lot of the same things that I think working for yourself or owning your own company do in those types of environments. And even yeah. certainly later on at Defy, like going off and building other products and stuff, like unbelievable amounts of autonomy to be able to do and do those things or, or kind of what other people, and maybe you can dictionary this one, but like an entrepreneur, right? So somebody who's, yeah. who's not technically, doing their own thing, but is kind of operating as are operating a business within a business. Yeah. I guess, right. Yeah. You get it. So, you get your steady paycheck, right, but you get a right, lot of, but autonomy. you still get a lot of the autonomy that comes with it. Yeah. And is it harder when I, and maybe part of my definition is, and I, and I know this isn't a perfect definition, but to me, when I worked inside a company, so when I clearly had a boss or a paycheck coming for somebody or whatever, um, they kind of dictated the work or what needed mm -hmm. done. And, and not that you didn't have autonomy to decide and so forth, but basically the company, the entity kind of dictated the work. Right. To me, when you work for yourself, you have to be motivated enough to dictate the work, to figure it out. I think a lot of right. people, when they work for themselves, have a hard time structuring an eight-hour day and right. getting motivated to do the work. So, so maybe a little bit of it is where does the motivation come from? Does it come from getting tasks and things to do from somewhere else or from yourself? Right. Because we're working for ourselves now as we build clean layer um, to, to whatever degree, but we have to, we have to push, we have to make the decisions. We have yeah, to think, make sure that we work. I think you have to be bought in. Right. And I think that's maybe the, the differentiator. Like I can't, I would not do well in a situation where I was, given tasks and I just had to execute a task list. Yeah. I'd much rather be in an environment where I understand what the vision is and what the goal is and be bought into that and then give me the autonomy to execute on it. Like we can agree on measures and whatever the things are that the person needs to have in order to know that we're on track. Um, but after that, like, yeah, I'd rather. But there's still somebody else that's 
that's at least working with you to come up with what those measures are and everything else. Where yeah, when you're working for yourself, yeah, yeah. you have to come up with them. But it's no different here. Like we're all working for ourselves, but we all have to agree on what it is we're trying to execute on. And nobody's sitting here saying, do this, do that, do that. Right. right. We're still all operating somewhat independently of each other when we're working, but right. we just communicate regularly. Yeah. But we're all working towards the same goal. Yeah. So I kind of, when I just break down the concept, like, yeah, cause working, working for yourself, I think that's, kind of the what's coming out here is it just implies so many different things yeah. right and so when i kind of break it down on um on what feeds me so i think about having ownership for a thing like when you work for yourself you own that thing but um and owning a thing has always been a core requirement for me to be happy in um professionally and i've Never worked for myself, but I would always have ownership of my thing to the to the point that I'm not even sure the boss, my boss knew. Wait, what you don't mean ownership was. as an equity. You mean ownership? No, I mean like ownership a, of autonomy. Like the everything happening you. around this, it's mine. Yep. Right. And um, and then so there's kind of an ownership thing. There's um, there's the choices that you have to manage your schedule, and then right choices and accountability of your schedule, and sometimes working for yourself gives you less accountability. Sometimes it gives you more. Sometimes it gives you more choices or less choices. There's risk, risk of getting fired versus risk of failing this right. thing that you and you only own. So you kind of how you think of that. There's the support you get from others, coworkers. Are you on an island or are you supported by other groups and teams and people and all that stuff? And, um, and how you kind of fuel yourself and get up in the morning. So, um, so I think it's more of a, um, a know thyself kind of thing. And this is what I always tried to give to people in groups that I have. So I'm a big believer that when people own something, regardless of what it is, mm -hmm. they're more fulfilled if they really truly yeah. believe it and have the trust to own their thing. Yeah. And so I've always tried to, I, I run on that myself and I try to grant it. So, um, in my organizations and stuff like that. So, um, it's just kind of understanding how you play with that stuff. I find on, on working for yourself, um, if, if I worked for myself with actually nobody relying on me, um, then I would not have the motivation to get up or achieve what I want to achieve. But I could work for myself and have three people reporting to me and counting on me. Mm -hmm. And I derive fuel from the people that count on me. And yeah. now I can be motivated to do all kinds of things. Even yeah. if I don't have somebody on top of me, I can do it with someone on bottom. Of me. So I can do it with both. But so, so it's, if you do work for yourself, it's knowing yourself and the structures that you need yeah. to be your best, most effective thing right. that you want to be. Like, I don't know um, if I'd go set out and build something by myself. Yeah. That would be, that would just be so boring to me. Like to, to yeah, do so it that wouldn't own, be fulfilling. Right? You've got your no. own boss, you've got your ownership, you've got all that stuff, but you're on an island. And like we were joking about some people like stuff, it, some like building don't. building websites. Like I wouldn't yeah. want to do that by myself, yeah. even though I absolutely could. Yeah, probably make yeah. the way that that, <laughs> that invoice was coming. I could have made a lot of money doing it, but um, it would be boring. I like the camaraderie and like doing things with other people. Um, yeah, I've done like both. I just, I don't know. Like I enjoyed like even working for somebody else. I enjoyed having a team, a team that we could rally around and achieve things together. Right. And make them successful. Right. I, that's, that's more appealing and fun to me. Like, I don't like being an individual contributor. Maybe that's the right word. Well, like doing it on my own, putting, putting you on the spot. Like, so, so yeah. Justin built the number of things that defy 
that I know, but but building the servicing system yeah. and putting together the team is is closely analogous to this. Yep. And so is it and so I feel a lot of the working for yourself um positive things were fueled by, oh wow, this is my thing. Right. So But so you had a paycheck. And yeah. you had a paycheck. Yeah. And you had another team. And you could play ping pong with somebody and yeah. you had an office to go to. Yeah. You had all these great things. So when you look at this version of working for yourself and that version of working for of not work, working for a company, that's all yeah. it was, which is working for a company. This is better. Um, this is better this for is you. Better. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because this you, is, you feel because you feel more um, responsibility towards the outcome. Like you feel yeah. like you have more specific. Way more. For, yeah. Really? Way more. So yeah, even in the good better. old days. Yeah. I would take this over that every day. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I mean, not forever because you want a paycheck, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. look, I'll figure out how to make money. I'm not worried about it. I don't need to get a paycheck we don't to keep need this to know. going. We don't need to know. Yeah. You might want to yeah. know because yeah. you might yeah. want to try this too. Look, yeah. I, I'm going to start a yeah. website business on the side. $4,000 a pop, apparently. So I, I would say the same it. thing. So I basically had the same benefit that, that Justin did at his last job I had in my first job. I got to start groups, start departments, have people reporting to me, have full autonomy that, that yeah. my leaders were wonderful to let me kind of do what I wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and so, and I had a steady paycheck and a good paycheck. Yeah. I just like Justin, this steady paycheck, good benefits, an office to go to and flexibility. Like if I needed to leave and get the kids, if I didn't know if I need to work from home. So I had basically that. that. Package, yeah. yeah. And, and when I compared that, which was good to, um, you know, to starting a company and building it. Now there were other people. It wasn't like hundred percent, but like I think of before starting that I did the the book business by myself. Right. And then, um, and then that other business and then this business. And when I think about that, I still much more passionately prefer the, this side of it than in a company being an entrepreneur or whatever. Mm-hmm. This says I, the stat that I read said 63% of people in their twenties own or wanted to own a business someday um, of the ones who weren't, didn't own a business 55% wanted to in the future. So I think it's, I wonder what that stat would have been 20 years ago when it what, wasn't as cool yeah. as yeah, it yeah. is now. Yeah. Way different. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah sure. now I think that yeah, yeah, people almost expect, yeah, of course yeah, I'm going to get out of school and, yeah. and build a business. And it's, I mean, the biggest benefit ever for me was to not have a business right away when I was uh, right out of school and young. And I wanted to, like I tried thinking of things and stuff, but as, um, but there's huge benefit to working for somebody else and learning yeah. and um, before starting something. Yeah, you got to acquire some skills somehow. I'm curious. So, so I want to drill into what's better. So, so talk about that for a second. Um, well, I mean, just whatever it's it can be it can be a personal life it could be whatever feeling. Just, it's just the feeling okay. of waking you know i don't know you're almost like charting your own path is right? it a like sense of optimism have, or excitement or I mean, that you're there making is that. your there is planning that your flag sure. or yeah i think so that's it's kind of like a yeah like a like my own flag in the ground kind of i guess for so yeah. to speak but it just feels like you're charting your own path and yeah. like when i when you work for somebody else you're helping to chart somebody else's path yeah um and so you know, while I do miss like the people I worked with and all that stuff from a, on a day to day basis, like that I miss. Mm-hmm. But just the idea of going and working for somebody else and all that stuff—that's not as appealing. Like I, I like it better. Not so, doing order of excitement, you would say, charting your own path, working for yourself, then 
um, being part of a path that you're passionate about people yeah. and a thing that yeah. would be next. And then of course, worse would be just being part a cog in a wheel or part yeah. of something you didn't care exactly. about. Yeah. So John has an, an interesting um, ability, I believe that to be part of something that even if he wasn't going to naturally be passionate about it, he can make himself passionate about it because he can get himself around whatever he's doing and, and make it positive. Like, it's an it's a it's a skill yeah. that I certainly don't have. Well, because there are generic things that I that I like and draw purpose from. So I I like and draw purpose from fixing processes. Like the process can be as simple as um, how the receipts in my wallet make it into my little financial accounting system yeah. and end up filed or not or whatever. But making that better is just fun for me. And, and then certainly the more it involves people. So so generically, I just call it like solving puzzles, whatever it is. Some people like to do this, play games, whatever it is. I like to make processes work better. So I just have a core. I like that. Yeah. And then I find purpose in it because if a process is better then a life is better. And I like people having, helping people enjoy things more and make yeah. lives better. And then I like, I like working with people and I like seeing people grow and develop. So I have a pure kind of um, desire for those things that I just have come to realize that I like that stuff a lot. So, um, yeah. So for me, purpose is always going to kind of come back to some kind of angle that I spin in my mind for people right. and how it, whether how it or not that. you're passionate yeah. about the leadership team and whether or not you're passionate about the actual product. But not everybody has. that. No, ability. I got to be passionate about the space and the thing, I think. Yeah. yeah I Saber, I was super passionate about travel. Um, active, I was super passionate about what active could be. Um, I don't I don't know that I could do it around um, plumbing. Or something, even though I think plumbing's awesome. Yeah. I, I think I can, so in consulting, you don't have that luxury, right? Like you're going to whatever right. you were. So like I would yeah. work in retail or oil and gas or whatever. And those, like if I was seeking out jobs in those spaces, I don't think I necessarily would have. But having experienced some of it, some of it's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so basically, you can make it. So I think it, I think you can make the best of the situation, given that the the insular aspects of it that yeah. you would want out of the job can be fulfilled. So yeah. for you, it was the autonomy and ownership. If yeah. you could have ownership in some vertical that you might think isn't exciting, I think maybe you could make it work. But, but to you, to your point, yeah. And to your point, you know, this is one thing, you know, my former boss, Mark, you know, he gave me a lot of credit for this and it just, yeah, it was just something he observed in me that, you know, I ran shared services groups and either, doing accounts payable and billing and reconciliations or designing financial systems that are still, even though it's a systems thing, it's a backend system thing. It's not a sexy front end system thing at like a travel house or something like that. And he, yeah, he just thought I had a really uncanny kind of knack for putting purpose and making this yeah. stuff cool and important. And um, yeah, while everyone else is going for the finance stuff, you find some level of importance in how stuff actually works right. and you make it seem important to other people. Right. That's what and I, he yeah, appreciated that. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what you would do. I would have to be very, very bought in to whatever I was doing and following. And because it's not, I mean, it's not very easy yeah. to get me bought into something. It usually has to be my idea, which is yeah. why I like working for myself. <laughs> right, 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 right. And so I'm, I'm much better. I'm not saying I'm a good leader. I'm saying I'm much better at leading my own thoughts and ideas and getting other people on board with them yeah. than I am being a second in command and getting on board with somebody else's thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. also talking about, it would be your choice, yeah. right? So you wouldn't, it just sounds like none of us would put ourselves in positions 
to work in a situation we didn't want to. No. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. A different if you're in a company, right? And then somebody asks you to do so, like you asked me to do the platform thing at Defy for a while, knowing that that was a means to an end, not not the end game, but um, I did it because I bought into kind of what the whole what it was supposed to be, where it was leading, and all that stuff. Yeah. But I didn't necessarily like the day to day, like doing it, and so. Right. But I but I, I knew it was not like the end game. I was there to help fill right. a specific make a purpose, make a difference, and then kind of move on to the next thing. Yeah. Right. So totally willing to do it that do that. Um, yeah. so, so maybe um maybe we can go around and uh there's kind of because again working for yourself is it good is it bad um what makes it good what makes it bad we kind of flush some of that out and I guess the maybe there's a a bottom line for individuals kind of thinking about how this applies to themselves on am I going to enjoy it and then on the back end of having done it am I going to kind of develop myself achieve develop myself whatever it is the way that I would have wanted to right and so what are the kind of um things that a person needs to think about or structures they should consider for themselves or put into place as they yeah. kind of weigh those two things on just getting the enjoyment they want and and, and developing themselves the way they would would hope to do it yeah so this is so this is our we're going around for our final well, thoughts here final so not, these will be our fi- these will be our final thoughts here so I would say uh Working for yourself is phenomenal, and I would not recommend it for most people. That's that's my yeah. just overarching statement. Um, I think it's um, amazingly wonderful from a freedom, from a flexibility standpoint, everything else. And I would not recommend it for most people because you have to be incredibly self-motivated, self-starting, ability to do things when nobody else is pushing you, um, and – um, and so for me, that works well because I don't need anybody to tell me to get a list done. I don't need anybody to motivate me. Um, I didn't need it when I worked in a job. I don't don't need it there. But I think for most people, it's significantly harder than you think it's going to be. Because even for me, it's harder than I you know think it's going to be. It's much harder because it's so easy for other things to take your time and attention. So when you're doing your own thing, it's just easy to get sidetracked by something with the kids at school or um, – watching something online or it's just yeah, super yeah, easy to get yeah, sidetracked. And I think yeah. especially right now it's, it's easy to get sidetracked just with social media and everything that's out there. So um, I think it's, it's awesome and wonderful, but I think that probably a big reason a lot, I mean, I guess the reason most businesses fail is multifaceted, either undercapitalized or bad leadership or bad idea or different things. But um, yeah, but I think you have to be, you know, I think you just have to be crazy enough to want to, work, I think, at least two times harder than you do in a regular job. Like anytime I've worked for myself, I feel like I have to work significantly harder than I did when I was getting a nice steady paycheck. So love it. Awesome. And wouldn't recommend it. And I think um, if somebody is going to do it, they need to have a support system around them. They need to have advisors around them. They need to have other business owners around them. They need some type of support system because you almost always feel crazy. Um, there's great books out there that make you feel less crazy because it has, you know, patterns and, and recognition mm-hmm. and stuff. But even in the the CEO group that I'm in, um, yeah, it's just, they're, they're constantly the constant stress of getting sales or finding employees or like all these different things. It's, I think it's just significantly harder so you have hard. to be willing to take yeah. that on. I think I agree. What I would say is, is if somebody is interested in, in dabbling or doing it, and I think it's worth trying. Yeah. Like, I, I generally think I agree. Most people are not meant to be that. 
Um, and the, but it, I guess it comes down to self-awareness. But if you're in this exploratory phase or whatever, where you just want to try something, I would say try it. Yeah, but um, find people to surround yourselves with and know your strengths yeah, and weaknesses. Yeah, so don't if, feel like you have to do it on your own. Yeah, if you're terrible right. at the books, get somebody to do the books. Don't yeah. like get in debt and not pay your taxes and right. stuff. Like figure out what you can do and not do. Right. Yeah. What's yeah. Yeah. Thought? You. You. Um, I mean, there are lots of flavors of doing this because it could be as simple as in my day, the flavor of um, working for yourself was becoming an independent SAP consultant. Right. You're not starting a business. You're getting sales. You're just trying to find one client to the next and not work for Accenture or whatever it is. And that's working for you. I mean, that that is legitimately yeah. working for yourself. So um, you guys hit on it. Justin said the, the word that I was thinking of, of self-awareness, which I think is just just kind of key to life, but key to this thing. So it's really um if you're trying to think about how this space fits for you working for yourself or by yourself or whatever, you got to be self-aware and really kind of take stock in what you truly enjoy and what you truly derive for things, what truly feeds you and helps you develop yourself and what kind of the inhibitors to both of those things are. If you, if you can take stock in that and understand that about yourself, then, then I think, you can create structures for yourself and maybe you don't have the motivation that you talked about, Stephanie, of being a self-starter, which, which I don't have. Um, I don't think that means that you can't work for yourself or you can't yeah. be an independent consultant. You just need to put structures in place and make yourself yeah. accountable to things. If that's the thing, if you need to put structure in place to make yourself develop. So, so just put, put up things that help you um, kind of stay on the track you want to be in and prevent you from getting on the track that you don't want to be on. And, and that's, you know, probably a way to kind of make this, you know, work as well as it can. So, yeah, I think that's good. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Right on. Do we should, since we count down no. one to three. the beginning, should we count up to end it? I guess we could count. Yeah, we could do something. All like in a that. different language. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. All it's right. an ender. Yeah. It's an ender.